This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Well, I'm, I'm resting Steph tomorrow, so... I just, there's a, there's a good chance Steph will play tomorrow. Couldn't resist. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday morning. The voice there of Steve Kerr. Having some fun with the idea of Steph Curry not playing. We know he's going to play against the New York Knicks tonight. Warriors are a five-point favorite. Steph Curry two threes away from breaking Ray Allen's all-time record. Let's talk about Steph and the NBA with Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Uh, Ryan, Steph Curry two threes away now from breaking this record. Uh, They're up against the Knicks tonight. What do you make of this game? It's interesting. Warriors are... On their third uh, road game in four nights, a weird travel situation coming from Indiana last night. Knicks have been, you know, pretty disappointing so far this year. Uh, what do you make of this game tonight? Warriors five-point favorites on the road against the Knicks. Yeah, good morning, guys. Always great to be on with you. Um, I like Golden State tonight. I know it's their third game in four nights. As you mentioned, they had a tough one in Indiana last night. I watched that game, and they were down, I think, five points in the final few minutes, and then Steph and the Warriors scored seven or eight unanswered to, to close out the game. Um, but I think tonight, with the adrenaline flowing at the Garden, uh, keep in mind, the Knicks, as you mentioned, have underperformed recently. They're also depleted, especially in the backcourt. Uh, Quentin Grimes, who had a big game the other night, their rookie out of Houston, is now out in the COVID protocols as well. So Tom Thibodeau has benched uh, Kemba Walker. We'll see if he goes back to Kemba tonight, uh, and we'll see how Kemba plays. It's not easy for a player especially a guy who has started and been a key rotational player like that to be put on ice and be uh, completely out of the rotation. Uh, Thibodeau might need to shatter glass and use in case of emergency tonight with Kemba Walker, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But, but I like Golden State. I think Steph will be amped up, and I, I think he'll hit a lot more than three threes. I think he'll want to shatter the record on the game's <laughs> biggest stage. 
Yeah, I can't wait to see where, where that prop is at tonight because everybody's going to be over, even if it's at five and a half, over five and a half made threes. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about stuff. Everybody seems to cover the game agrees that he's the greatest shooter of all time. But I'm curious where you would go with this. If you're making uh, a top three list, how would that look? Greatest shooters that you've seen? Well, he's number one by by a wide margin, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, keep in mind, I was in the Celtics front office when we had Ray Allen for five or mm -hmm. six years when we had really good teams in Boston from about 2007 to 2012 in that range there. So um, Steph has changed the game, though. And, and, and Ray and Reggie Miller and others uh, I think would be in that small upper group. And Clay Thompson, for me, would be up there as well. Um, but nobody has shot the type of shots that Steph Curry has shot, uh, and nobody has made those shots with anywhere near the efficiency Curry's made them with. Um, guys, I, I mean, I, I think the if you look at the history of basketball and the impact on the game, I, there are very few guys you can say he changed the game, uh, whether it's you know George Mikan or Will Chamberlain going back historically. Um, Steph Curry changed the game. And, and, and if, if you have any questions about that, watch a high school game, watch an AAU game or a college game. Uh, watch where some of the threes are attempted from, some of the off-the-dribble shots. Nobody shot those shots 20 years ago. They didn't even shoot them 15 or 10 years ago. But because the great Steph Curry uh, is so good at making those shots off the dribble, uh, his shooting off movement is spectacular as well. It's the best in NBA history I've ever seen off the move. Um, he, he's revolutionized the game, and that's what puts him on a short list as far as greatest and most impactful players in NBA history. Ryan, I'm old enough to remember when the Wizards were at the top of the East just a few weeks ago. And here in Washington, it's kind of a joke. We've been blaming uh, Kyle Kuzma for, for wearing that big pink baggy sweater because since then they're four and eight but I'm just curious I wasn't surprised that they fall in but I didn't think they'd be able to keep that up but I'm curious your thoughts on what's going on with this Wizards team yeah good good question Aaron they, they were certainly one of the surprise teams for the first month or so of the season they've come back down to earth um, lately watching that game in Denver last night was em embarrassing I mean it made a light comeback but don't let the box score fool you if you didn't watch the game they were down 30 in, in, in the third quarter and, and looking uh, rather uncompetitive uh, so the thing that stands out for me when I watch Washington is Bradley Beal has underperformed yeah, that, that's not getting discussed a lot nationally uh, the other guys have played relatively well I think Wizards have to be happy with some of the contributions they've gotten, especially from a guy like Montrez Harrell, who uh, was you know, not playing a lot for the Lakers last year. He's given them a nice impact in, in, off the bench. But um, you know, when I watch Washington, Beal needs to play better. Um, they, they have you know, been bit with the injury bug, as it seems to happen in Washington. That they, they have guys in and out of the lineup throughout the year. Um, but one of the things I'm really watching, Aaron, is the Eastern Conference is deeper than it has been in years. Uh, as I look up and down the conference, only eight games separate first. Uh, from 13th, Brooklyn and Indiana. So uh, I bring it up relative to Washington because they're really a swing team to me. I don't think they'll end up in the top six and avoiding the play-in. Um, but if they're not careful, they could slide all the way out of the play-in range because I expect some teams out of the play-in at the moment, like Atlanta and the Indiana Pacers, to play a lot better as the year goes on. Ryan, I'm curious your perspective as someone who's been in the front office on how Daryl Morey is handling the Ben Simmons situation. Rumors are picking back up. Perhaps something gets done. It obviously hasn't yet. Um, you know, he keeps saying, or at least he said, that he won't trade Ben Simmons unless he gets someone back, a player back, that moves the Sixers championship needle forward, right? A difference-making player. And I just keep wondering if that player is even possible to get back. And if he's wasting a season here, the Sixers are struggling. 15 and 13 blown out last night. You know, Ben is not a 
truly great player, but he's certainly a good one and helps them when Embiid misses games. It feels like, in a way, cutting off his nose to spite his face. And I know he wants the big picture, but what do you make of that? Almost wasting this season with the hopes of something better at the end. Your perspective on how Maury's handling Ben Simmons in this trade request. Yeah, I think the whole situation has been handled poorly all the way around from the 76ers' perspective and also from Ben Simmons and his agent's perspective. This is a lose, 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 in, in my opinion. Um, and, and let me put it this way. If, if Daryl Morey and the 76ers front office do want a top 25 player for Ben Simmons, well, if you're on the other side of that call, what is the justification for that? Is, is Ben Simmons, a healthy Ben Simmons who's playing and in the lineup, a top 25 player in his own right? Well, that's debatable, in, in my opinion. And now with, with all the antics, the shenanigans, the meltdown in the playoffs, Last year, um, you know, does, does he deserve a top 25 player in return now after all that's happened? I, I personally don't think so. So that, that's where I think Philadelphia is being a little bit uh, foolish or overly aggressive in terms of their ask. I understand uh, why they want that. I, I just don't think it's realistic that they will get that. So the two teams I have my eye on, both in the Western Conference, uh, if you look at the history of superstar trades, when they are traded, teams prefer to trade them to the other conference because that way they only have to see them uh, twice a year, and the only way they'd ever meet in the playoffs is in the NBA Finals. Uh, so I'm looking to the Portland Trailblazers. I think Ben Simmons would be a great secondary playmaker playing off of Damian Lillard. And I'm also looking at the Dallas Mavericks, two teams that I think have underperformed relative to expectations. Portland in particular, uh, I know Portland has put out there that they don't think C.J. McCollum uh, plus young players like Anthony Simons or Nasir Little and draft picks is good enough. Uh, I personally think that's the best they're likely to do. I think McCollum shooting would be uh, a great help alongside Embiid and Harris and the rest of the 76ers roster. So I think that's something Philadelphia has to seriously look at as we get closer to the straight deadline on February 10th. With Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough, you've got BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Ryan, speaking of things that have uh, been handled poorly, we find out yesterday that two Bulls games have been postponed. Why did it take 10 players? 10 players. There's guys going on the COVID list and the roster filled right now with players that I've never heard of. And as you know, I'm in the Chicago area and I, and I pay close attention to the Bulls. Why did the NBA hesitate and wait so long on this? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. 
Yeah, it was a little bit ironic that some of the replacement players also are on the COVID protocol list. So yeah. uh, guys went out, you get injury hardship uh, exemptions in the NBA. The Bulls used those, and then those guys were not available. That, that's how dire the situation got in Chicago. Um, look, I, I think the NBA did the right thing here. I, I know that may be controversial. I might be in the minority, but... From a logistical perspective, and keep in mind, um, you know, you guys are talking to someone who has scheduled preseason games, who has looked at arena availability, uh, who, who has worked on logistics. Uh, and, and for those who don't know what I mean by logistics, um, think of all the moving parts when a team travels, uh, the, the, the buses, the planes, the hotels, um, the security, the staffing, the, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, so the NBA schedule is like a complex chain, uh, 82 teams. Uh, 82 games a year times 30 teams, and if you if you break a link off of that chain, it's really difficult to put it back together, uh, especially when some arenas like, like Chicago's they have a hockey team who plays there as well at the United Center. So mm-hmm. um, I understand why the NBA didn't want to do it, and I bring it up, guys, because there were situations um, when I was in Boston and especially in Phoenix where uh, we had a team mechanical issue with the plane uh, one time when I was GM of the Phoenix Suns, and um, we had to fly into Denver the day of the game and land a few hours before the game. And anybody who's flown into Denver knows the airport's like an hour outside of town so I asked the league could you postpone the game could we push back the start time to give our players more time and uh, the, the feedback we got was no we basically that, that's not something we do unless we have to do it but uh, to your point I think in this situation the NBA had no other choice the Bulls wouldn't be able to field a team uh, if the NBA didn't postpone these games. Ryan, I've been betting on um, several players to get double-doubles almost every night. It's been quite profitable for me, and I decided to add Jarrett Allen into the mix. Unfortunately, he came up just two rebounds short, but how impressed have you been with this Cavaliers team, and are you surprised at the success that they're having so far this season? Yeah, they're maybe my favorite team to watch, Aaron. I think the, the Chicago Bulls, especially early in the year, were playing harder uh, than any team. I, I just love their competitiveness and defensive tenacity led by Alex Caruso on the perimeter. Um, but, but Cleveland, I think to me, relative to expectations, they've been the biggest over-performer, uh, outperformer this year. Um, they had a very young team. There were a lot of question marks coming into the season. Jared Allen has played like an all-star. Uh, Darius Garland has played like an all-star as well. Uh, and then their rookie, Evan Mobley, is going to be a superstar. He's my favorite rookie uh, to watch, uh, not only in this year's draft class, but I, th- I think to come into the NBA in the last couple of years. Uh, he's a phenomenal talent for those who haven't seen uh, Cleveland watch Mobley, especially on the defensive end. So um, there's a lot of negativity right now in the NBA uh, with COVID, with all the injuries. It's uh, kind of the dog days of the NBA season, but certainly one of the bright spots is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, they've come out of this rebuild in a big way this year, and uh, the good news if you're a Cavs fan is I think this team should be good for a long time. When you look at their top players, Garland, Mobley, uh, Allen, even Laurie Markin, and those guys are all in their mid-20s or younger, so I think the future is very bright in Cleveland. Ryan, I agree with your perspective on Mobley and his future. He could be a great player. He was a two-way player, great on defense. What do you make of, of his odds and the odds to win the Rookie of the Year right now? I've, I've been checking this every week or so, and it's been pretty even the whole year. You know, maybe someone jumps up a little bit, but this is the most separation I've seen in a while. Mobley plus 135, a little separation versus Cade Cunningham, 3-1, to one, Scotty Barnes plus 340. Would you put Mobley as the favorite right now in your mind to win the Rookie of the Year? Yeah, I would, but I don't think it's a runaway. And I like some of those odds, especially at Barnes, who, as you guys know, was the front runner at one point, or at least in my opinion, was playing the best at one point. If he is down on the third slot now, I, I like that uh, that bet there because I, I do think it's close. 
Uh, keep in mind that we're here in, in mid-December. Uh, we're only, what, 25%, less than a third of the way through the NBA season, so there's a long ways to go. And one of the things we've seen in the NBA with rookies in particular uh, is them hitting a wall at some point and falling off. So, um, you know, Cleveland, uh, they've won, uh, what, 60% of their games or so. Is that sustainable? I'm, I'm not exactly sure it is. Um, so I, I, from a betting perspective, uh, I like Barnes, although from who I think the best player is going to be, uh, I think Evan Mobley is going to be a two-way superstar, especially as his body fills out over the next couple of years. Uh, Ryan, ESPN does an MVP straw poll with voters at the one-third mark and the two-third mark of the season. And on Friday, uh, the, the one-third mark straw poll came out, and Steph was the overwhelming favorite to be the MVP. Uh, he, he got 94 out of 100 first-place votes. So this straw poll saying Steph is clearly the MVP, and the odds suggest that. But then second and third, it was KD and Giannis. So Steph, KD, Giannis. Do you agree with that so far? No, because I I didn't hear you say Nikola Jokic in there, who's having one of the greatest statistical seasons in NBA history. Is he in fourth, Mm -hmm. Joe? Yeah, they got him fourth. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's where my money would go uh, on Nikola Jokic. Uh, look, look at these numbers, guys. 26.5 points, almost 14 rebounds a game, 7.3 assists, 58% from the floor, 37% from three. What more do you want? You, you know, and, and if you look at his impact on and off the court with the Nuggets, um, there's no player in the league, in my opinion, who's more impactful to his team. Uh, now, I don't know if they'll have the team record. That'll be the knock on him. Uh, I go back about five or six years. Russell Westbrook uh, won the MVP in OKC with a team that I think won 47 games. Can Denver win that many games uh, without Michael Porter Jr.? We'll see what happens to Jamal Murray. But Nikola Jokic is having a historically good year, and I think it's criminal that he's fourth in terms of the odds. That, again, that's where my money would go. Hmm. I love it. Um, Zion, his return pushed back once again. I'm curious, you know, how concerned are you about, you know, his health? Well, I'm, con- I'm concerned, Aaron. And, and, you know, they say in New Orleans that he's a bigger guy. He carries more weight. Uh, I understand that. He's, he's, you know, thick ankles and wrists and, and, and a big frame. Uh, now, that being said, he, he needs to lose weight. Wh- whether that's prudent long-term or not, I don't know. But in the short term, he needs to lose weight. He needs to take pressure off those joints. Um, you know, he's a strong guy. He's a bouncy guy. But uh, the best availability, excuse me, the best ability in the NBA, as we say, is availability. Uh, he's missed more than half the game since he came into the league, Aaron. He's in year three. That's that's not good enough. He's also eligible for a Supermax extension uh, this offseason. I think if you're in New Orleans, there's some questions now about do you give it to him given you know, what you've seen or haven't seen with the injuries. Um, so I, I think that should be the goal for Zion. Uh, hopefully he plays this year, but either way, to get in better shape and come out flying in training camp 2022. Ryan, appreciate Always happy having you on the show. That was Ryan McDonough on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home, go to GetRoman.com slash Becuel now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash Becuel. NFL win totals, playoff odds, where is the value? And we got to talk about NFTs. Someone on the show bought an NFT <laughs> yesterday. What is going on here? Becuel Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.